forever. Dog! Well, when the good Lord made his mind up, he said, this mic needs more men. Four men. was it. Here come the horsemen, four horsemen. Oh yeah, here comes the horsemen. Oh yeah, four horsemen. Talking about things you want to know about. And thinking about things you want to think about. Ain't nothing gonna stop them now. They're the four horsemen. God dang. Wow. The the chimes at the end. <laughs> Powerful. <laughs> Powerful chimes, guys. I didn't even hear that. But You didn't uh, hear that the last time? No, I didn't catch the chimes. And also, is that you playing harmonica? Uh, it's a, yes, yes, it's me playing harmonica. Wow. No, what is it's you playing? It's what? a loop. It's a loop <laughs> of what? Of a harmonica. It's oh. a sample. Well, you found the right key. That couldn't have been. Easy. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I found the right key of everything. I, that's not me playing the chimes either, uh, or the I mandolin. Love... I'm playing guitar and the drums. I okay. really. I was going to ask about the yeah. perfect, perfect shuffle. Honestly, honestly, perfect shuffle. Nice, all flam, made, nice, nice flam. All made right here on a Amazing. keyboard. Amazing. That's the kind of dedication that one would only expect from one of the four horsemen. You, you, uh, know, you know, Tom, I've been called the John Bonham of the keyboard. People have called mm. you the John Bonham of the four horsemen. <laughs> okay, then, okay, now we like have to designate goes. the rest of the Zeppelin here. Where, I don't like where, where this goes. Go? I already regret saying that out loud. Yeah. If Jason is John Bonham. Right. Uh -huh. Who's everybody else? <laughs> I'll take the, the low-key. Uh, John Paul Jones? John Paul Jones, yeah. Mike, okay. I don't know if you're John Paul Jones. <laughs> I, think, I think you're Robert Plant. No, I can't oh, be Robert wow. Plant. No way. I think you're Robert Plant. I don't have the package. <laughs> Well, you mean the packages that he would deliver? Uh, yeah, of course he worked. Yes, he worked for Amazon. You're right, right. Drove right. around the Midlands. About... What was he delivering? A whole lot of love. There delivering go. that, and he's then when they started doing produce, then he had the lemons he would bring to your house. <laughs> tangerine. He'd bring a tangerine by. Squeeze that lemon. Yeah, I'd like to complain about my the delivery was damaged. It looks like this package was trampled underfoot. Oh yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. See, I think I would be I would be Jason Bonham. You'd, You'd be, be Jason, Jason Bonham. Wow. Yeah. It's going to double drums. Okay. I would be the bald guy from the firm. <laughs> Jimmy Page's follow-up band. Tom, you should be you should be the object. I could be the object. Thank you. Who was Where the was the ball guy? Chris Slade was Chris Slade in. I got Jason. All I'm gonna say. I'm starting to think this is. Uh, let's see. Jason, if I called him the bald guy from the firm, I don't know what his name is. 
I literally just said the bald guy from the firm. I don't know what it no, it's was. Chris Slade. It's Chris Slade. He's also the bald guy from ACDC. He is the bald guy from ACDC who who replaced Phil Rudd, Phil Rudd, Phil Rudd. for a while. Who yeah. Yeah. And back. again, yes. Who on Rubenesque, the last episode, I think I referred to as the bald guy from ACDC. Right. Who, who I yeah. saw at MetLife. Not to be confused with the bald guy from Midnight Oil, which I used to do all the time as a child, thinking that, oh, well, he's he's playing drums for ACDC now. That 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 bald guy from ACDC, though, uh, can't match his excitement when he's playing. I've never seen him not uh, openly open mouth smiling or or, (laughs) yeah, open mouth just expressing himself while Mm -hmm. playing. Yeah, it's a look. He likes it. He likes going for it. Uh, he really likes selling those complex polyrhythms of ACDC <laughs> that really take all his attention. He's really, it's really kind of like he's cut from the same cloth that Michael appreciate that as a, a Mickey Hart or a Bill Kreutzmann. <laughs> there you go. Just <laughs> world rhythms and exploring different. Mm-hmm. different drumming patterns uh-huh. i get a lot of you mickey like hart tiktoks for some reason mickey hart is on tiktok well no it's just <laughs> video from the dead and company shows and it's like him jamming who's play, who's on bass oh come uh, on phil his, what, no, no 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 phil's not in in it's like the dead and company his oh no like you're o- oh i thought o- you're talking about the grateful dead like that Who's the bassist in the in dead and company it's like hotel yeah something like Burn shackle yeah. or something yeah. So people are posting dead and company TikToks. Oh man, there are so many dead and company Ooh. TikToks, at least for me. And it's all just well, I did see one of backstage at MetLife mm-hmm. last night where a security guard is just standing still, staring at a lot of people doing like the mm-hmm. swirly dance and the forming the sure. ball. Mm-hmm. And uh I think he's at I think they're at them. they were at City Field. I don't City think Field, it was MetLife. that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. City Field. Yep. No, I you didn't I'm go because yeah. you hate them. <laughs> No, I mean, I, I had the one experience. Somebody gave me a free ticket and, and I went and uh, I was prepared to be thoroughly disappointed. And I thought it was OK. You know, I'd never go see it again, mm-hmm. never pay to see it. Um, but going in with low expectations, it was an OK experience. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's what I'll say about it. But, yeah, my my feeds are. Yeah, I follow some of these things. And, yeah, the. This stuff is through the roof lately, and um, I get a lot of Bob Weir uh, exercise. Do you get those videos? <laughs> no. What did he? Yeah. Have an, did Bobby Weir have an exercise? Well, video? he he posts he posts a lot of videos of himself exercising, and there's a lot of stuff where he's he's uh, basically doing squats and um, lunges and stretchy bands and stuff like that. It's it's. It's not a, a, a wide variety, but he nice. keeps posting them, you know. Mm-hmm. Have you well, done his workout? Do you like no, it? I haven't done the workout yet, no. And you, you like need some? to do the work. His workout gear would be <laughs> jean cutoffs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, uh, he, he's got, hemp he necklace. seems to wear the same outfit in every video. I don't know if he's got more than one set of uh, workout clothes, but it seems like he's got the same sort of a tank top, a dark tank top and yeah. long, dark shorts. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is he wearing Crocs? Is he a Crocs guy or is he? Uh, he is barefoot? a Croc. Even if he's not ever worn a Croc in his life, he is a Crocs <laughs> he's guy. A Crocs he's man. like, uh-huh. he's waiting. If he hasn't, it's uh, imminent. Yeah. Uh huh. No, I, I, I mostly yeah. <laughs> I mostly get the, the Bob Weir exercise videos, and now, are you guys watching the Andrew Dice Clay uh, Man on the Street videos? Oh yeah, it's a. I heard you were looking for the guy with the famous face. Yeah, you want to get a picture with the famous face. Are these new videos or are oh, they old? These are brand new. He does a thing. I don't know if we talked about it anywhere before. Yeah. It's the funny. It is truly funny. He goes up to people on the street and acts. It's kind of it's like strangely humiliating in a way. Because not too many people recognize him. No. Not too exactly. He'll go up to a stranger on the street. He'll be like, "I heard you were looking for me," and they're like, "Huh?" They're like, "You wanted to get a picture." They said you wanted a picture with you know the famous face, the guy with the famous face, yeah. and they're just like, "I don't know who you are." <laughs> like, you me, the guy with the famous face, the picture. You wanted a picture, uh-huh. and every once that. in a while, it's like, "Dice, I love you." But usually it's just this old guy coming up to people <laughs> rambling about a pit, a picture. Yeah. yeah. You well, wanted like the, a picture. I, 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 I posted one because he, he's talking about pickleball now. He's, he's going up, up to uh, asking people about pickleball <laughs> and the killer snails in Florida. You know, people, he's, he's asking about the snails in Florida. And nobody knows what the hell he's talking it's, about. It's so funny. <laughs> To watch him, he's weird is the thing (laughs) with him. He's not like, he always had a weird streak in him. Yeah. Even when he was just the filthy guy. Mm -hmm. But it's like the filthy stuff kind of isn't the thing anymore. It's just Mm -hmm. weird. Mm -hmm. I love it. You wanted a picture. The guy, you know, the face. The famous it, face. Is it in New York? Is he in Los Angeles? Where, yeah, it's wherever it's he wherever is. he is. So if he's, he's on doing, vacation in like Daytona Beach, he's walking around. He in would Daytona be doing Beach. the same thing. It's him on the streets of New York. It's him in a lot of drug stores <laughs> and grocery stores. Also, now it's Central Park. He's he's over in the park now. Yeah, and, and he's wearing these shorts, which I mean, they, they they can hardly be called shorts. They go past his knee. They're like the most ridiculous pair of pants I've ever seen. And he's walking around, yeah, just bothering, <laughs> oh, bothering people sitting on the benches. And he, he wears these enormous Tom Ford glasses now, yeah. which are like <laughs> the size of like a a car windshield. Yeah, <laughs> like it's like the mat, the shields when people wore them during the pandemic. Yes, he wear he has a tinted one of those, and they are glasses now yeah no it's funny oh god i gotta start watching it's it's pretty great uh well this is the four horsemen the best show four horsemen it's the it's me it's pat it's mike it's jason and we are all here to do a little burst of an episode a mini uh best show just for you the patreon subscriber and we appreciate you supporting the show over at patreon.com slash the best show and um, we have three. We put a topic on the table where we were telling people they could call up and get a pep talk 
from the four horsemen. <laughs> and are we going to do it coach style? Like is, you get to get back out on the field. Is anybody interested in this? We yeah, no we have calls. We've got calls. Oh, let's just wanna, do, let's it. do it. Let's, let's just jump it. right in, yeah. All right. There we go. First call is on. Hello, best show four horsemen. Hello? Hello. 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 Hi. Can you can you all hear me? Yes. Yes. Who, who's Hi. this? My name's Josh. How you doing, Josh? I'm doing pretty good. Good. Josh, where in Virginia are you? <laughs> um that's amazing. I'm from Virginia. Uh-huh. I live in Portland though. Oh, okay. Then where are you from in Virginia? I grew up in Harrisonburg, Virginia. Okay. Very nice. Mac Rock Festival. I I played a lot of shows in Harrisonburg. Well, I got your area code right here, but uh, I do hear the accent as well. I do hear the accent. So you got a problem, Josh? (laughs) Do you need a pep talk? I I can't complain too much, but I, I did see that was the topic. I don't know. I've been busy at work. Okay. What's your job? And you need a pep talk about that? I don't know if I need a pep talk. I I kind of just saw the chance to call in. Sure, I, I get that. Tweet, like a minute after it was posted. <laughs> I get it. You just wanted to be a part of the fun experience, and you called the thing, and now you're on, and you're. You just wanted doing, to. Sm- uh, you wanted to smell the horseman live. You I wanted to smell. Oh, okay. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> well, then you give us a pep talk then. Who uh, here want to, anybody of the four of us want a pep talk from Josh? Yeah, I need a pep talk. There you go. There you go, Mike. I got to get, I, okay. I have to get motivated. I'm still trying to move out of Bayonne. And anytime I see that there's rain in the forecast, I use as an excuse not to go up to Bayonne. So, um, I need some motivation. <laughs> Bayonne's only, so bad in rain. It's I've, I've only worst, got about a, a little more than a month left. I, I told my landlord I'm going to be out by the end of July. So, uh, well, ultimately, time will be your motivator. Yeah, no, time is going to be a motivator, but I just need some push every day, I think. Mm-hmm. Well, well, I guess. Give it to him, Josh. You could, you could take this as a pep talk, like if you. If you get up there and, and get your stuff, you won't have to go back. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I'm getting close, and that's what that's what happened. The, the, I, I had a mover help me get some of the last of the big stuff I want to take. So that's out of there. So now it's a matter of me getting uh, somebody to take the furniture I don't want. Uh, I've got a uh, charity group that, I guess, picks up stuff. Um, but I haven't called them. I haven't set up a date yet. So, yeah, I just got to... Just get on this stuff. Can you put some of the furniture out on the road in Bayonne? With, and then like a truck will speed up real fast and load it in the back of their truck and then speed off? I think you can make a, an arrangement. I think okay. you can tell them, call the city and tell them you have big stuff going out to the curb. So That's you have a to big set- thing in California, though. Like, mm-hmm. Tom, I don't know if you've noticed this. It's just like people put out stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it's all over Facebook. Like, I saw a couch over on Riverside. 
Mm -hmm. And then people just go and get it quickly. It's not like you have to prearrange it. They just drop it out on the car, uh, down on, out on the sidewalk. What about here, this, Mike? Here in Portland, anything just... you put on the sidewalk will be yeah. taken. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. We have a friend, uh, uh, friends of the best show. Craig goes around with his dog, Ms. Freddy, and they take pictures of the dog, like oh. Instagram with the dog checking things out and uh <laughs> on the streets what about this mike freddie ms freddie yeah i got freddie and ms freddie have to meet yeah there you go yeah great dog what if uh mike you put the thing out mm-hmm. and you put a sign on it it says do not steal <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i think like, i think the putting stuff on the curb works up there um i put i i I know down here i made an arrangement for my uh, garbage disposal you know to to pick up large items and uh i don't think they ever made it somebody i put it on i put it on the curb and people got to the stuff before the actual pickup came so i think i guess i guess you can scrap old tvs uh old tvs are tricky yeah Mm -hmm. um a lot I mean, of people I, get those old TVs though because they want the parts out of them. Like they mm-hmm. may have another TV that uh I see a lot of TikToks with people watching movies on like vintage VHS and like an old TV. Mm-hmm. And I feel so nostalgic every time mm-hmm. I see that that I'm like, "Oh, sh- I kind of want one of those now." Right. I would love to have an old TV with a VCR Mike. right here. You know Mike, what people do? Sorry, Mike gets it. Then Mike understands. <laughs> Mike Bring Jason your. <laughs> yeah, could you just bring it out here? Oh, I've got a, like... I've got a clunky, twenty-eight inch screen. Remember how heavy those things oh, are? Gosh. Oh, that's so, a somehow, person. somehow, younger me got one of those down into the basement. I have a storage space in the basement that I'm clearing yeah. out as well. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I, I can't handle that now. You know, I mean. <laughs> I can't. I got. I got to get get a young person to do that. That's. I'm not going up those stairs with that television again. Well, you're just going to walk up to a young person on the sidewalk, and be like, "Young man." <laughs> well, no, the the guy who helped me move was a young guy. So okay. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. With the Josh, were you saying something? I was. Oh, oh, no, I, I didn't oh, say anything. Oh, Pat, you were saying something. Sorry. No, I, I, I it was a passing thought about um, old tube TVs. Mm. Yeah. Well, we got another call. We can uh, move on. Josh, thanks for the for the call. Thank you. I love you. Love what you guys do. Appreciate Thank you, it. buddy. He started with, I love you, though. That was very nice. That was very sweet. Pat, how are you doing, Pat? Hello. Doing good. Feeling good. We have a... Uh... Oh, sorry. Caller, are you there? 
We do have a caller, but how is are this you? Me? I still want to know how you're doing. Oh, well, I'm uh, sorry, caller. We're taking a, uh, <laughs> okay. a few seconds. I'm good. It's good to see the three of you. It's wonderful to see the three of you. Yes, um, exactly. I agree, Pat. It, I think we're having the same weather. Is it still dreary over there for you guys? June in, in Oh, no. It is, it's blue skies right now, at no. least where, where I am. Yeah. We traded. We traded. Yeah. yeah. I would caller, take it back, though. I love the June gloom. Where are you calling from, caller? Hey, this is uh, Chuck from Western Massachusetts. Okay, so you're you're uh, you're having a, uh, a dreary day as well. Uh, yeah, it is kind of dreary, I guess. Yeah, but well, we haven't looking... had a. It hasn't been super hot yet at all this summer. I still haven't put the uh, AC units in the windows, which is insane. That's wild. You're coming up on the 4th of July. You still didn't break out the air conditioner. I haven't either. Yeah, it's kind of shocking. Wow. Yeah, I haven't used mine yet. Well, Josh, but, uh, so, yeah, I need a pep talk, guys, really bad. Uh, I've had a doozy of a week. Hopefully it's not too, (laughs) too bad for the show. Uh, but, uh, well, first off, I've, I've been in bed all week. I've got COVID. My first time I got COVID. Oh, um, no. Man. So it's, it's, and it's. You How know, bad is it? I've got Are all you the getting vaccines, a bad version of it? It's pretty bad. I mean, thankfully, I haven't been in the hospital, but, you know, it's like just been in bed. I can't. Mm-hmm. I'm just so exhausted. You it hit know? you hard. Um, Are you boosted? Yeah, it hit me hard. And yeah, boosted. And uh, oh, I even got okay. a. I got a Paxlovid subscription, which I don't know okay. if it's done I, anything. I, so. You have to subscribe it, it, to that. It's like Rolling Stone. It does more than more than you you think. Sometimes I I yeah. have my because here's the thing. I, I got over it quicker, and I and I think that was because of that. Uh, awesome. and they say it, and they say it helps prevent long COVID issues. So it's probably better to take. I don't know from what I hear. Yeah. Do you know what else they say prevents? Uh, see, we're very informative here on the Four Horsemen as well. Uh, preventing long <laughs> COVID, metformin. So if you take metformin for like pre-diabetes or anything, it uh, mm-hmm. does keep long COVID away. Wow. Oh. So shout out to my pre-diabetics out there. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Tom's just um, like and, yeah, head one on more, hand one like more shaking. Th- his head. <laughs> yeah. This is this is where this show has ended up now yeah one of us is saying <laughs> with a straight face shout out to my pre-diabetics yeah, out I, there i just want to i want them to know they're the not show alone. clearly it, yeah no i appreciate um all the pre-diabetics yeah. out there wait yeah put your hands in the air yeah wave them like you just don't care pre-diabetics so what uh, do you need um, what do you need it so you got covid what else is going on? So I got on? COVID. Can't be talked pep talked out of that, but uh, but maybe you guys have been in this situation. I this past weekend, I uh, I don't know a good way to say this, but a good old friend of mine made the choice to not be with us anymore. Oh, uh, I'm so sorry. And it's uh, you know we we were very close as teenagers. You know, I we we didn't stay in touch lately, but. Uh, it's still, you know, it hit me and his family and all our old friends very hard. And, uh, yeah, I'm very so sorry yeah, to hear about that. You know, it's, uh, thank you. Thank you. Um, 
you know, it's tough. It's, it's hard not to be mad at him. That's something I didn't expect, you know? I, um, yeah, I'm right there with you. I had one of my best friends, uh, committed suicide in, uh, 2015. And I had known her, her known her since, uh, 1999. She was a big figure in the, uh, Chapel Hill rock scene. And, uh, I still think about her every day, even since 2015. And I'm like, I'm still part, part of me is angry because she has two amazing kids. One is like in high school now and becoming so much like her mom was, uh, that I'm just, I'm just so angry that she missed it. But at the same time, like. I still miss her every day and wish that, you know, she, that I could just, you know, talk to her, go see a dumb mm-hmm. rock show with her. And it, yeah. it gets better year by year and everything, but you're still, I think there's always going to be a little bit of that anger. Just be easy on yourself. Yeah. And, and yeah. I can add to that and just say, it's like your friend clearly was not seeing things the way that, you wish they could have seen things they were not this was not a a decision that was made um with with uh you know this is a decision that's filtered through a lot of uh you know mental health things and and it's an unfortunate thing they this is not them being them yeah in that and you just they were they were sick and you you can't I know it's it's very it makes perfect sense to be mad because it's such an unfortunate and seemingly correctable situation, mm-hmm. but you um they they did not do this to hurt you, they were just in pain and this is the unfortunate way they dealt with the pain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I keep trying to tell myself that. <laughs> well, but it's and- good to hear. Yeah, and just try to, it sounds corny, but it's just like, as long as we're here, we have to do things with our lives and make the best we can out of the lives we've been given. And you can honor your friend through that. I met my friend at a Sloan show on the Navy Blues tour in 99. And now whenever I see Sloan, it's almost like celebrating her. And, uh, you know, re-experiencing mm. that and remembering the really great stuff. So I'm sure there's something like that that you can find that when it hits for you oh, like yeah. that, it'll feel really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Well, you hang in there, buddy. Awesome. Thanks. Have a good show. Thanks. Bye. Bye. And now we're at zero callers. Okay. So uh, I'm going to tweet out again. Maybe we can get Chris Slade on. Maybe we'll get Chris Slade on if he's (laughs) hearing us talk about this on a closed feed. (laughs) Would you interview Chris Slade? No, I would never. It's one of my hard and fast rules. If Chris Slade (laughs) ever calls in, there will be no interview. Well, of course I talked to him. No, well, you, you just talked to Brian Johnston, though. Yeah, I don't, but I don't want to go get Brian. Jo- I'm not going to go get Chris Slade. Right. You're like, saying go if through all the hassle. Of- Brian Johnson calls. I'll treat him like any other caller. <laughs> this happens to be the guy from ACDC. Yeah. Be yeah. Like, eh, this might not oh, go God. long. This might on. be a short call. 
I'm going to hang up. Oh, it looks like we have Chalky. Oh, Mike. What is, who is somebody you would always love to hear be on the show? If it even if it would make me uncomfortable, like, because we've had Kevin Smith in the past, we had David Crosby was an uncomfortable moment. Andrew Dice Clay, uh, the <laughs> aforementioned Andrew Dice Clay was yeah. one of the stranger moments. Mm. Is there anybody you could think of just like, oh man, I wish that would be, that would make Tom crawl out of his uh, skin. Uh, well, we were just talking about Jesse Camp. Uh, oh, well, we went down that road already. <laughs> a re- yeah. re- revisit, you know. Uh, we will not be going an encore, down that road again. Encore an encore presentation. <laughs> well, congrats. You did hit the bullseye with that one. That would truly. <laughs> yeah. That would that would be. I could not do that twice. I think another Same. one where like I'd be like, hey, Tom, I'm hitting uh, the the Zoom right or calling studio right now on the line. Chris Hardwick. Yeah, it would be a rough one. I could I could I, I like I've talked to him in the past, but I yeah. could, I could navigate it, but not something I'm running toward. Right. <laughs> not one. I'm like, yeah, yeah let's bring it on. No, th- no. Had anybody you'd like to hear to make my skin crawl um no one i'd like to hear that would make your skin crawl um i'm trying to think of people that would that you might not know would you know like who like jesse was one that i mean i wasn't really part of that those meetings as much when that was like i was letting oh are you saying you would have said no I definitely I would have said no because I was there. Really? The, yeah, because I was there the night that he, he at the special um, that he like took it over and it didn't go well. And I've, I've been a producer here for for years and I would have said, guys, no, like, yeah, unless unless the point of that show is to for it to be derailed. To like, blow I, it up. But like I, I kind of, you know, I let Davis drive that one. And, and I thought, you know, he has a vision for this episode, which That's I don't understand. So funny. But and when it when it was going, when it was like abandoned ship moment i was like in jersey or brooklyn wherever i was i was just like well, you know what do i do here i'm I'm on the receiving like i'm on the uh you know i'm i'm on the princess leia c-3po side where they're like listening to, to the to, on the comms like and they're like looking at each other like i don't know what, what to I do don't, like, i don't know i don't know yeah like it just felt insane like i didn't know what you were was, texting me pretty frantic i was like i was like did tom i was like it's tom in his car did he leave i'm like, like what do you find tom you need no, to find what tom what is well. yeah i i look even the rough ones i love them i love the rough ones yeah i love them and i loved having him on the show and i love davis put together an amazing mtv reunion oh, yeah was the, the reunion was amazing that I mean, was amazing and it was <laughs> one something I love, I love the weird moments. I really do. Maybe I shouldn't be inviting that in now. I am now clearly giving a green light. Oh, he loves them. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, no, I, but no, I did. And I, I, um, I appreciate your panic with it, (laughs) but I was just like, no, this is even in that moment. I was like, yeah, this is something. Well, Let's... Tom, I'm, I'm glad you said that because uh, uh, on the Zoom coming in right now, Pete Holmes. Bring oh, it on. I'll talk to him. <laughs> talk to anybody. 
Yeah, I'm trying to think. I mean, there is definitely having Kevin Smith back would be funny. I think um, it would be better now, though. I think it would be, be yeah. a very sweet interview now. I th- we share I, a heart doctor. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It would be honestly, but um, yeah. I mean, there's like, I don't know. There's political people that I feel like wouldn't do well. Yeah, uh, political stuff on any side of things is is yeah. hard. Like, yeah, like if Chuck Schumer called in, I would just oh, be like, God, "This is the so worst great. day of my life." <laughs> right, right. Hey, Tom. Like, yeah. Um, do we have somebody on the line? I think we have Chalky on the line. Hello. Hello. Well, he was on the line. Well, he was on the line. Let's try this one. Looks like he's gone. Hello, 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 hello. I'm here. Hi. Is this ch- Chalky? It is. How hey. are you? Good. I, I have I have some legendary uh, a holes. I think you guys should lean into booking these types of people. Okay. This Thank always you. good, you know. I yeah. think that's the topic, um, Chalky. I think the topic is legendary a holes. Well, we've lost a lot of our great ones. So you got to get them while they're still alive. People like Mike Love, Chevy Chase. Oh, I would say uh, Michael so jo- Michael Mike, Jordan would be really Mike good. Love. Mike Love would be the all time greatest. <laughs> I could get Mike Love in a heartbeat. Well, then go get him. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna get him. That is my. I hope new... you get. I hope you get him while he's his heart's beating. The getting's good. I would love I think to talk I, to him. Okay, I, I think Greg Ginn would be really good. You know. Greg Ginn would be amazing. Well, and he would never do it. The guy doesn't because the guy knows he's going to get. Uh, he knows he knows the possibility of him getting drilled by somebody who like, why aren't you paying the people? Like, yeah. just, <laughs> I don't know. Did, did you see the Nardwar interview with him? He's kind of a lunkhead nowadays. Something happened to him. Wait, uh, he, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't even I didn't even know he agreed to a Nardwar interview. That's crazy. Oh, you um, got to watch the Nardwar interview with him. It's incredible. Jello Biafra is also a jerk. Um, he would be great, you know. Mm-hmm. See, the, 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 only, the only way we're going to get someone like Ginn is if we realize, like, he has some sort of other thing that he wants to promote that, that nobody ever acknowledges. Like, if he was a guy like um, Albini, who's a competitive poker player, is like, no, no, we only want to talk to you about the poker. Or, like, you know, or, uh, or who's that guy that um, I remember he went on FMU years ago only to play his phonographs. He has a, he had like a bunch of antique phonographs, but he's um, R. Crumb. R. Crumb went, went on FMU with the sheer stipulation that he would not talk about his uh, comic strips or anything. Or Sure. <laughs> it was just like, you you know, if you, I feel like Ginn would be like that. If he had some weird, like, you know, he, he's, he's really into mini golf. He plays it competitively. Like, no, no, we just want to talk about the mini golf. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. And then, and well, then like a, be, a bait and switch where you just yeah. creatively... Like the Billy Bob Thornton uh, interview on Canadian broadcasting when he just like, I'm not here to talk about being an actor. Like, right. I'm a member of the box masters today. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then when they were like, well, you know, you bring things to the table because you do acting. It's like, yeah, what? I don't do like, it's like, okay, we get like, no. you have to acknowledge you are an actor. It's like, Nobody's just like, oh my god! The wait, the guy from the box masters is <laughs> Sling Blade. Like Look, nobody, like everybody knows that's the deal. I just like, love the box masters. Wait, like, which we, one? Like, which one's the actor? 
listen, we could probably book Zopa to play the show. <laughs> That's but like it'd be a lot harder to book Michael Imperioli. You know what I mean? I <laughs> would love Michael Imperioli on the show or Zopa on the show. Yeah. I think I'll say this. I maybe this is a sign of me getting older, but the idea of like making fun of Michael Imperioli just because he's doing other things. I'm just like, I don't get the charge out of any of that stuff. Like I used to get a charge. I'm just like, <laughs> oh my God, look at this guy doing a, a different thing than the thing. Yeah. He started off doing that means it's funny. Right. Like also, he's like he's, giving younger bands a chance to open for him. He's like being really generous and nice about it. You know what I mean? He yeah. seems like a sweet. Look, a good, also, a good yeah. he's lifting nice. people up. He's lifting people up. He okay. wrote a novel. He wrote a novel, and he co-wrote a Spike Lee movie. Oh, Michael Imperioli. He's he's a pretty established talent in in terms of doing a lot of different things. I I can't just because he played yeah. a meathead doesn't mean he's a meathead. Look, other people on The Sopranos. Yeah, of course they're meatheads. Total meatheads. Some of these people. You think I'm gonna gonna want to go watch uh, Bobby Bacala's band? No, <laughs> I don't want to go watch him. I get a lot uh, of Bobby. He's Bacala got a band too. too. No, I'm just saying if he oh. did have a band, yeah. like I don't see him. Be, think I want to go like, see Johnny Cakes uh, play <laughs> uh, live in concert. Wasn't keeping up. Johnny yeah. Cakes. Yeah, Artie's band. Yeah, I don't want to Artie Buco. The Artie Buco <laughs> experience. Live from but, Vesuvio. But I give Michael Imperioli a lot of credit. He co-wrote Summer of Sam. With, right. With uh, his, I believe he has a writing partner in Spike Lee. So He's familiar with the best show, though, isn't he? I, someone he told me that us. Michael Imper Imperioli yeah, likes I, the best show. Well, I, I DM'd him. or He 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 followed us. Uh -huh. and, I, and I think I just wrote a quick, like, hey, um, thanks for the follow. Um, you know appreciate what you do or something he wrote back like love the show big fan well, there you go and then, and then go. i and then i sent like a soft pitch like if you're in the la area you know we're we're, we're live tuesdays would love to have you and or zopa on or something and um hit I him think, up again hit him up again because yeah. you know he's got that great podcast and that he could plug at any time we'd it'd be great to have him on yeah so i mentioned I'll Chalky. Do mike love you go for uh michael imperioli yeah slash sopa yeah. Chalky. Yeah. I, you need I, a pep I have talk. Three more, oh, no, let's hear what I you got. We'll hear the three uh, more. Three more dream guests that are legendary a-holes, I think, would be great. Uh, Van Morrison, oh, Wayne Jesus. Coyne, and, uh, and uh, uh, I had one more. I, did, I said uh, Michael. Oh, Jeremy Piven would be a really good interview. Yeah, I need a pep talk. Jeremy Piven. Jeremy Piven would oh be. God. I would love it. <laughs> yeah, I would be into that one, actually. Yeah, because he could come and talk Can't about. Can't you his get Van Morrison, Tom? Get Van Morrison on the show. I would if Jeremy Piven was on the show. The first thing I would ask him would be about playing George Costanza on in the Seinfeld when he was cast to play yeah. George yes. on in the movie in Seinfeld. Oh, in the pilot. In the pilot, in the, the NBC pilot. In the NBC pilot from like yeah. season four of Seinfeld, and just like, and John Worcester and I recorded an episode of S and W Q and A, which will come out very soon. Uh, and we talked about 
we were trying to remember what it was that the guy who played Kramer stole that made the real George go up to him and go, look, you might have taken the thing. Like it's blueberries, wasn't it? No, it was not blueberries. Oh. It was it was food, though, I think. It was food. It's it's the it's we talk about it on that episode, so we reveal what it is, but it's okay. it was so funny to like yeah, that moment was great. And <laughs> then but but Jeremy Piven played George. Right. That's amazing. So Chalky, that's an amazing list. Oh, thank you. I'm glad I, I feel uh, lucky I get to talk to you guys today. I also yeah. like when we talk uh, on these four horsemen, we do generate a lot of topic ideas. Yeah. I do think Best Show Dream Guests is a hell of an idea for a show for people to call in and just throw the most random ass names at us and we can mm -hmm. see if there's any that really truly hit for you and we'll chase yeah. them. Here. I think that's fantastic. I love that. We can take the ideas from wherever they come. A great idea is a great idea. Here's an idea I had for a topic. If we put it out to the listeners to say, come up with a celebrity and then say what the name of their playlist would be. Right. And then we have to identify, we have to build the playlist. If it was somebody it's like, okay, uh, Hulk Hogan, yeah. uh, a Hulk Hogan uh, romantic playlist. And then you have to think <laughs> of the songs that Hulk Hogan would think belong on a romantic playlist. Lady in Red, for sure. Be late, yeah, exactly. Put Lady on, in Red on, like, brother. What music were they listening to? What music were they listening to in the submarine? Like, you could even extend it to current events, things like that. Yeah, we could talk about the exactly. We could build playlists for see for moments for people. I think that would be. Uh, I want to do that one yeah, very soon. We got to do yeah. that. Sounds good. That's a beautiful one. Yeah, Your brother. Because we, we used to do celebrity iPod, and we were. I remember yeah. we, were we were talking about how to update it. And, uh, but throwing it to the listeners as like, yeah, like having to do it in real time would be amazing. <laughs> Glory of Love the, would be on there. Yeah, gotta put Glory of Love on that playlist, brother. Uh, what else? We got a. Uh, we're an American band. Like what? <laughs> okay, that's romantic. <laughs> Hotel California. <laughs> Mississippi Queen. Yeah. Like he just keeps naming mountain songs. Yeah. Chalky, can you name another mountain song <laughs> that's not Nantucket um, Slam? Uh, uh, theme from an imaginary Western? Is that there one? There you go. Yes. Huh. Boom. Chalky, yeah. Very good. Felix Popolardi. Felix Popolardi, <laughs> Leslie West, and. And who's the other guy? Well, because there was the group West, Bruce, and Lang, which was. Jack Bruce and that Corky very Lang. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I love that right now we have basically decided <laughs> to to ice to exclude everyone mm -hmm. from enjoying this show with this current <laughs> conversation. No one is Leslie enjoying this. Last, oh, Leslie West's West last song uh, before he passed away was with Beetlejuice, the uh, Howard Stern whack packer. Yeah, that's wow. a great way to go out. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Thank you, Chalky. Are you hanging up, Chalky? 
Is he gone? Yeah, I think he hung up. Okay. Chucky's mm. always a great call. Chucky's just the best. He really is a good guy, Chucky. So, any other calls? No calls right now. No other calls. But man, we've had a show so far. We talk about pre-diabetics. Yeah, it really has been one Leslie for the ages. West, who may have he, been pre, pre-diabetic. I think he was diabetic, actually. I'm going to say he was a good candidate for... Good candidate for... Diabetes. He, he had health that? problems. The, the front man for the band Mountain. Okay. Remember... Mississippi Queen! Mississippi Queen! She probably everything. Does it all does it bother you when he says Mississippi Queen? You know what I mean? Because I'm not sure I know what he means. That does bother me actually now that you pointed it out. And sometimes there are those lyrics like I, I know everybody gets bothered in piano man when he says making love to his tonic and gin, for example. <laughs> like nobody's ever called it a tonic and gin right. in history. <laughs> First of all, he's making love to a drink. Yeah. Right off the bat. Even if he said making love to his gin and tonic, I don't like where this is going. <laughs> Screwing but, his gin and tonic. But to yeah. justify the rhyme tonic and gin. Yeah, yeah. No, he that's a stretch. I, I mean, I I think the only mountain I ever had was uh from the uh Woodstock soundtrack. They they're sure. on there, right? I believe yeah. so, yeah. Yeah. Another but I, I've never analyzed the, the lyrics to Mississippi Queen. Was she a lady of the evening? Is that what, is that I what think he means? That might be what he means. Most I don't, songs just like I mean. a beautiful woman from the South. <laughs> okay. Most songs were about that at that point. <laughs> <laughs> like these guys just writing their songs about 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 uh, ladies of the evening and. Yeah. Um, you know, there's another lyric that bothers me like that is uh, the song Daydream Believer when he goes, me shaving razors cold and it's things. Your shaving razor? <laughs> what what other razors do you have? He has so many just piled out in front of him <laughs> on like a swing microfiber. Your, uh-huh. your killing razor? Yeah. Your slashing razor? <laughs> Me shaving yep. razors cold <laughs> and it stings. Like, also the I'm overlooking the me me part of that me shaving me shaving yeah. <laughs> his shaving razor. Another classic rock uh, lyric that's always bothered me. It just makes me real feel you know douche chills pretty quickly. Is the line uh, from Boston signing record company contracts? You know we've got great expectations. That's what Did song that is one, that? Uh, rock and roll band. Like, Signing record company contracts. You know, we got great expectations. It's like, oh, God. I got to say, I know you love Boston, Jason. <laughs> oh, I love Boston. I do. I got to say. On a scale of one to ten, everybody rate <laughs> the band Boston now. Uh, They're not a ten for me. Okay. I'll go first or I'll go last, whatever anybody wants. <laughs> go Pat, first. Do you go have first. a rating for the band Boston on a scale of one to ten? I'll give them a 
four or five. A four or five, Mike. Yeah, yeah three or four. You know, more than a feeling. You know, that I, now that I have distance from that song. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was the right age when that album came out, and yeah, my friend played it to death. So it's one of those records that just. I can barely listen to now, but uh, I would put Kansas above Boston. No, I same hmm. error. Yeah, I, mean, I would put Kansas above Boston just for carry on my wayward uh, son. Yeah, son, yeah. but that first Boston at record was all bangers. What's 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 another song off that? Come on, hit your ride, run for the other side. What's another one? Um, let me see. Mm. Smoking, smoking. Dude. You don't know that one? Um, I would say this. Wait, Boston, did you just read them too? Yes, two. Boston's. And I might go lower if you keep singing these songs. I'll rate their. I'll take you home tonight. I'll rate Boston's album covers at uh at a six. Okay. okay. Well, I'm going to give Boston a six. I think they're better than a five. But I one mean, they're better. not like, they're, <laughs> they're one, one better, better according than to a your five. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm sticking uh, with but a four. They're not like higher than that for me. I don't think I'm sticking I with two. Like <laughs> one. Three. No, they're just like, they to me are the definition of just like, of like a certain brand of bloat, of like <laughs> classic rock bloat, where it's like, Good luck picking any of these guys out if they walk by you on the street. Oh, I could you know, never. Pick. Yeah. yeah. Well, Tom, you have a great line about how when they play, like bands who play festivals that have to wear the wristband versus oh, yeah. That's, people, yeah. people who don't. That I love was, that. That was definitely that. Boston. Yeah. I'm in Boston. Yeah. Okay. I don't know Let if I could your... even recognize Tom Scholes on the street. No, he's just a long hair, a guy with long hair, guitarist yeah. with long hair. Yeah. I'll no, tell you what, they, though. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, you go. I, um, Ian Hunter was walking down uh, Newark Avenue one time. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I guess Todd Abramson like was arranged something where they could rehearse for their um, their run of uh, Mott shows that they did at the um, Beacon a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And he arranged like SIR didn't work out for them, so at the last minute he got a call and they they did uh they did their their stage show rehearsals at white eagle hall wait like, you're wow. saying mott the hoople did their stage rehearsals at, at white, white eagle. eagle hall and and if yeah. i had just get given a heads up i would have taken a very long lunch break to go see that because man yeah. oh, i wish i was second and but here's what i did see i was on a shoot i was working uh in jersey city uh doing boring day job stuff and coming down newark avenue hill with my coworkers in a jeep and I went like this. I went, what the hell? And I just, I like, that's someone who you see, you know exactly yeah. who it mm-hmm. is. And I was like, I'm like, that's Ian Hunter. And no one else, I was, no one knew what I was talking about. But I was like, I was like, you know, are you kidding me? Like he was, they were like crossing that street by Healy's Tavern, like to go the direction of White Eagle Hall. And I was mm-hmm. like, and then later Todd said that they had, had lunch there or something. And they loved Healy's Tavern. <laughs> they got like, wow burgers or something well he lives in connecticut it was cool i, so I was just that's like amazing that was a head turner for me i was like holy shit that's yeah. someone i've been working on to get on the best show i love i love i saw him live out 
I saw him live probably five years ago. Yeah. At uh, Stone Pony. Oh, that's and cool. oh, man. It was not good. Oh, oh he okay, was good. I was he was so surprised. His voice was excellent. Yeah. He was he played new songs that were legitimately that's great. my favorite thing like yeah. that's a, that's like such a nice surprise when yeah. like you kind of go in expecting nothing and you hear the new was, stuff and it's was, really good was that off the when he was he touring strut at that time i i'm not I even that sure was probably, he was strut's touring. damn good strut is so good it was, was it on like, the outdoor stage it was inside oh wow that's even better yeah, cool wow. i wanted to go to that beacon show i didn't i did too but i really wish uh i really wish i saw that uh rehearsal because that would have been cool mm-hmm. Ian Hunter also wrote one of the first rock memoirs that is from the early 70s, just about yeah. what it's like being in Mott the Hoople. Kind of a surprising look at just life in a band at that that size of band. And yeah, Mott the Hoople were one of those groups that a lot of they were so influential in a certain way where they were like, they were like the band, the people's band, like kids, Mm -hmm. they would hang out with the people, the kids in the parking lot, the clash followed them around as kids. Like Mick Jones hung out with the guys in Mata Hoople when he was just when he was a teenager, they, they, and they made that impression on a lot of people from the next wave of music Mm -hmm. of how to be like fan friendly and do it for the fans like to they not were just act fans. like rock stars they were exactly that's exactly yeah. it they were like and he was older when Mata Hoopa was his last shot at right music he was he was in his early 30s when he started in Mata Hoopa was way older than anybody else was in rock at that point to be new and he, he's 84 now he's yeah Wow. But yeah, he's um he he started off relatively late in the scheme of things and mm-hmm. Mata Hoopa was his was going to be his last stand with trying to be a rock star or a musician. I don't think and we would have it, had... it popped. Yeah. You know what song they were offered uh cuz you know Bowie wrote all the right. young dudes. All the young dudes. Yeah. But you know what song that was the second song he gave oh them. Suffragette City was That's the first right. one he offered. And I was wondering if it was going to be that. It was Suffragette City, and they rejected it, saying it just sounds like one of your songs. Like, this is, <laughs> yeah. it would sound like us just doing a David Bowie song. Thanks, but no thanks. And Bowie was like, I want to write you guys a hit because you're my favorite band and you're on the verge of breaking up. I'm doing this to keep my favorite band around. Yeah. And produce that uh, all the young dudes record, which is yeah. just unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Um, Queen wouldn't have been Queen without Mott the Hoople because their first U.S. tour was with Mott. Mm-hmm. Um, the first uh, you know time they played New York, they played the theater that Wicked is in right now. It was once called the Iris Theater, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, Mott showed them how to be on the road, how to do a live show, mm-hmm. and um, you know it all went up from there. Yeah. So. Do you, do you like Ian Hunter, Mike? Yeah, uh, I only saw, I wish I knew about that Stone Pony show. I, I would have definitely went to that. But um, I saw him 
not with Mop to Hoople, but uh, when he, the it was a pretty big solo record. Uh, you never alone with with the schizophrenic. Oh yeah, yes, huge. So yeah. he he played Convention Hall in Asbury Park. I went to see that show. Good show. Yeah, he's just got one of those great voices. You know, I mean, um, one of my favorite singing voices. Yeah, we should do a list at some point. The sunglasses. Hall of Fame. Yeah, like, yeah that's, that's a great good, one. Good uh, theme, yeah. I think down. we can. I think we could narrow that to twenty-five. We mm-hmm. should do the top twenty-five sunglass, like these, the sunglass wearers Hall of Fame would yeah. be the yeah. greatest. That it would be, be. That would be such a fun one to do. Let's do in, that. Could be indoor sunglasses. <laughs> So, so yeah, yeah I mean, be, is the, is is the rule you never see them without the sunglasses? I don't know if it's that you never. I think it should be. <laughs> maybe it should be kind of like because then you have Jeff Lynne, of course, would be in the uh-huh. sunglass hole. Oh, Roy yeah. Orbison would probably be yeah. number one, yeah. but we don't know. We have to do the list. Ray still, Charles, Ray, yeah, Charles, Ray Charles, like, look, it's a great wonder. A, Stevie Wonder, <laughs> but, but Ronnie like, Millsap, Joe Biden. <laughs> Right, Poochie, Millsap, oh, God, the Ronnie, dog yes. from the the uh, uh-huh. fictional dog from the Simpsons, Poochie. Poochie, <laughs> this one, yeah, yeah, that's a good. This I is a think home we could probably do top fifty on this. Uh-huh. I think there are fifty people. Well, I think if we start at a twenty-five, if we just get so many right. suggestions, the, it becomes yeah. the top fifty it's or the, the top, first 30, top twenty-five yeah. we've ever done that expands. And then we keep, we keep opening brackets like tiers. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, then it'd be us. funny. It'd be funny if the final count was like top thirty-eight or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we at least got there. Yeah, yeah. the top thirty-eight. The top. I, I think we go for fifty on this one <laughs> because it's also movie yeah. movie stars, also yeah. just like and characters and like character, that character, yeah. that David Caruso character that always does the sunglasses. <laughs> or, yeah, or risky business. CSI Miami. Yeah. Yeah. Top 50 sunglass wears license to drive Corey Haim doing the shade tipping. Yes. The, all, all the characters from they live. Well, yeah, Pat, you're, you're in the tank for the, they live. Yeah. Uh, for getting that on the charts. I think you just put cast of they live. Yeah, no, that's a fun. That'll be a fun one. We'll do that in July. Yeah. Um, no calls. No, no calls. But we did get four really great topic ideas today. We did though. This is very tremendous. I'm adding it to the. I've got them on the topic dump right now, and I'm going to send them out to the group. No, this Uh, is great. Yeah, no, this was uh, this this was a lot of fun. We're at 57 minutes, guys. Yeah, let's let's wrap it up. Let's do a good hour, a a solid hour. Yeah. Here and then, uh, we'll do this very soon. We'll we do this regularly and. Uh, it's a lot of fun and they're nice supplements to the Tuesday night show. And it's just a lot of, uh, it's a lot of fun hanging out with you guys in a, like a different vibe. And yeah, I always have a good time doing it. So I will say at the end of each episode though, Tom, real quickly, yeah. you know, I kind of feel like, Oh, I got to tell you the next records to listen to, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, I know. That's it feels like, like it's a Ruben esque. Yeah. Right. Right. Where it's like, guys, make sure you listen to return of the bump of source. Oh, great. Um, so Mike, you have yeah. egg foo. What? Of course, people should check out egg foo. What Mike's podcast, the Chinese food review show he does with Greg 
Richards. Wilson. <laughs> Wilson. Greg Wilson. Greg Wilson. I swear. I, I, that was me not being funny this time. Yeah, I, I actually said the wrong name. Okay. Not on purpose. Uh-huh. Greg Wilson and and Mike do a show called Egg Foo What, which is great. Jason does the Hawk oh. 108.9, the Hawk oh. with his friend Jeff Gorlock. <laughs> Garlock. Garlock. Yeah, you, we usually say Gorglin. So I was thinking Jeff that's what it would Gorglin. be. No, Jeff Garlock yeah. and Jason Gore. 108.9 the hawk and they've built a whole world and they've got yeah. a patreon and it's worth checking out and, and we have season... some huge guests on right now too yeah. uh gil ozeri is coming on from big mouth Very ashley funny. nicole black from uh, black lady sketch show and ted lasso is uh coming on whenever this comes out so yeah it's a lot of fun yeah so check that out pat anything you want to plug yeah i'll be at a corgi comedy club which is in jersey city they do it monthly that's next friday the tw- the 30th for anyone in new york new jersey who wants to check out so friday Corby. june 30th that's right you can see Corby? Pat. a week from today well we're, we're recording this on the 23rd so we're recording on the 23rd yeah and maybe if this comes out prior to then then you could see that i if think not, it might yeah let's but let's put this out on Sunday, if we can, this Sunday? you want this to be the next thing? Why not? That way we can get Pat's plug in there. It makes okay, sense. Yeah. And yeah, cool. Great. No, this is a fun one. And thanks everybody for, for checking it out and making the time. And we'll keep doing stuff on the Patreon to keep you, uh, to say thanks and having a good time. Um, okay. We can say goodbye. Sweet. Bye. 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 Bye everybody. <laughs>